This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, what's up, Bell Babies? It's Erin. I'm coming at you guys before this episode starts to talk to you about one of our brand new sponsors, Blinkist. Okay, so if you're anything like me, I hadn't heard of Blinkist, but the Blinkist app allows you to understand the most important things from over 5,500 nonfiction books and podcasts in just 15 minutes. Okay, you guys, this has changed my drives. I used to listen to really long books, and now I'm getting through more material, and I'm actually able to retain it because it is an a 15-minute window, which is, you know, if I miss something, hey, I just listened to it one more time. Just one more, headed home from the gym, take it back once again, all right? So, like I said, they have over 5,000 titles in 27 different categories. It's like bite-sized little content, 15 minutes. It's all that it takes to get powerful insights into different topics. You're going to be at parties. You know, people are getting back out there. You're going to have stuff to talk about. This is what we want. Um, it's also educational and entertaining, which let me tell you the word they've come up with. Endutainment. Okay. Being educated and entertained at the same time is why your girl over here is going to choose Blinkist over any other product. Okay. But now they are also doing a new thing, which I think is very fun. And it plays into um, my extrovertness, which is that you get to have like a buddy. You can, um, it's called Blinkist Connect, and it allows all premium users to share your account with another person of your choice. Um, it easily shares the podcasts, the books, anything additional that you you and your buddies want to talk about with like what you guys are reading maybe together. It's like a bite-sized book club in this app. All right. So I want you guys right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash dumbbells to start your seven day free trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash dumbbells to get 25% off and a seven day free trial. Blinkist.com slash dumbbells. And now for a limited time, you can even use Blinkist Connect to share your premium account and you will get two premium subscriptions for the price of one. Now, I didn't say this, but I did listen to their podcast um, that was seven ways to be a podcast pro. So let's see if you can tell as we get into this next episode. Let's start the show. certified personal trainer and usually I'm joined by my co-host Brian Stanger who is also a certified personal trainer but today this dumbbell is flying solo you have found me the dumbbell a comedy fitness podcast <laughs> we'll see where we like to try to bring you inspiration motivation and a little bit of information hey dumbbells let's get dumb Hey everybody, it's me, Aaron. Um, normally I am joined by Ryan Stanger. Hopefully, um, you know, he will come through in a few weeks talking about what he's up to, where he's been, where he's going. Uh, but in the meantime, please enjoy this interview I'm going to do with one of my friends. Uh, God, we've known each other a long time. He has been a, a podcast a podcast extraordinaire, podcaster extraordinaire. Um, he has been a co-host on Gilmore Guys and currently running a good Christian fun. Please enjoy this interview with Kevin T. Porter. Yes, I know. Welcome, welcome. Wow. Okay. Great. <laughs> I thought the intro stuff would happen on mic, but okay. I, I'm ready for no, this. No, no. I want to get you right in here. I'll do a cute little intro when we're not on. It makes me like so embarrassed to do an intro by myself um, with just a guest. So. Sure. You'll have to listen to the episode to hear how I intro you, baby. 
Yeah, no, and I will to see what kind of emotions are associated with it. Going on 10 years of our friendship, a decade. Can you believe that? No, I really can't. <laughs> You're one of the people I I've know. known longest in LA. That's wild. Well, you know what? Um, like you have been on this podcast on the dumbbells, but I have never talked to you Not on the you. dumbbells. No, no, this no, no, is- no, no, no. This is our first ride together. I have done Good Christian Fun, so I have done your podcast. That's right. Um, which I have I told you that I had a friend from like college call me and no. they were like, You're famous. And I was like, uh, <laughs> thank you. Yes. Whoa, wow. What'd you see me in? A Volkswagen commercial from six years ago? And uh, good Christian fun. They listened to Good Christian Fun. That's so nice. And they called me famous because I was on your podcast. Yeah, no, that is that is the uh, line of demarcation. I remember, it is so funny, what matters to what people at what times yes. of their media yep. consumption and lives. There was a point, we had Joel Kim Booster on Good Christian Fun, the comedian oh, yeah. actor who everyone sees everywhere. And he said at one point in his comedy career, he thought that the apex of success would be being a guest on Gilmore Guys. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, huge. and he's like, I thought that one point, no offense. I'm like, yeah, none take it. Cause he's like a little, <laughs> he's a little superstar as he, as he ought to be. But it is funny. I know. What, what d- different pockets of niche media represent to different audiences in yeah, terms of no, impact, you know? Like Gilmore guys, that was your podcast before good Christian fun. That's and right. I remember like before that we were just like, you were just like a normal person. And then you became podcast famous. I was a civilian. And then I entered you were into a the civilian. Gracious. <laughs> then you rose to fame. And I was like, dang, that's like, that's how you do it. I don't even know how you did it, but you did it. So cheers to you. I don't man. know how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you when, were just honest and you played to your audience. And I think that's, that's the way you do it. And when someone says, how do I build an audience for my podcast? I say, I don't know. Like, Make sure someone at the Atlantic and the New York Times listens to it and wants to do a piece about it. I have no other and that's it advice that's besides it. that. I know. <laughs> I just accidentally hit my piano, by the way, just now. Oh, cool. I mean, humble brag, you got a piano right there. I do. Yeah. Re- wait, real piano or keyboard? No, piano? it's an electronic keyboard, of course. It's okay. I just was like going to, I was like, that is a humble brag if you have a real piano just like casually no. in your apartment. It's LA, baby. Um, no, I can't have a real piano. <laughs> I know. That I'd really like is a, to. That's a sign of great wealth in LA. <laughs> I saw, to me, the sign of great wealth in the LA County area is Central Air. That's what separates the one percenters from the 99 percenters. Really? In oh my, my head, yes. In your head, yeah. Wait, are you riding this heat wave, no central AC? No central. I got two wall <gasps> units, window units rather. Yeah. Are you okay? But I think you're in a cooler part of town than me. I don't want to shout out where you live on. In LA, I don't but- think so. I think we're in different valleys, right? Okay. So oh, there's still yeah, valleys. Okay. So it's still, yeah. I am so sorry. Checking Kevin, it. If you need a spare room, get on over here. We got Wouldn't the be- AC pumping. That would be nice. We got solar panels. We got AC. Just, I'm like, come on over now. Um, for all of you guys out there, yes, Stanger is not here today, so I've invited my friend Kevin Porter to be my guest here. And I'm the new Stanger, but I'm also the new Cordero, but I'm also yeah. the new wow. Aaron. <laughs> You're like if all three of us had a kid. Three and one, you know. Um. So you've been on the podcast before. You talked about losing that weight. Talk yes. about keeping it off. You talk about running so hard. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time, though, because when, when I first came on five years ago, It wasn't, I'm really trying to lose weight. So here's what's happening. It was just the, what I remember about it from again, half a decade ago is that (laughs) I'd gotten a new job. And so it just became a sort of snowball effect of what are good habits and rhythms and practices I want to put myself within. And one of those was, was running a good amount. And I think it also intersected with, getting a Fitbit the year before and that seeming like a doable thing. And I remember the the conversation I had with the guys at the time was about sort of gamifying fitness and making it oh, yeah. fun with numbers. You did this yesterday. Can you beat that today? And the trackability of it with a Fitbit or whatever pedometer you use was really fun to participate in. 
And I've recently switched. I've, I've betrayed the, the Fitbit family. I'm no longer a fit bitch. I'm an uh, Apple. Oh. I'm an Apple watcher. Um, <gasps> and I, I have okay. gone over to the Tim cook side of things to, I would say mixed results, like some very positive. And the big thing about Fitbit is you only have to charge it every five days or whatever. Whereas with Apple sure, watch, yeah. if you're not charging it at least once a day, it's going to die. It'll die on you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. And I've had mine for what, five years. And so it like by 7 PM, if I've had it on all day, it's like powering down. You're like, Oh no. Oh, Oh, it's the same model you've had for five years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They build them to do that. It's still, it's still going strong, but it is, uh, it does want me to exercise before it powers down around seven. So Mm -hmm. normally I do that, but on the rare occasion I have to do a night workout. It does not, care. <laughs> it doesn't care and it doesn't it record doesn't it. And it's like, did this exercise actually happen? It doesn't. If it doesn't, if it doesn't count it, it doesn't count in your life. That's um, how I is feel. what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your, you said you got some pros and cons. Yeah. Well, Fitbit, okay. You can charge it every five days. Okay. What else? Uh, the other charge or uh, the other pro I would say of the Fitbit, which was called a Fitbit charge. I think my model was a Fitbit charge HR, like the charge five, I think. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. What I like about it is that it's, I like pieces of technology that just do one thing very well. Like I love a Kindle, which is just, this is just an e-reader. You're not okay. going to get notifications or texts on it or whatever the case may be. This thing is designated to be this piece of technology. Same thing with Fitbit. This is designated to be a fitness tracker and a pedometer. And you could set it up maybe for Bluetooth stuff if you wanted to. But at the end of it and at the end of my life and time with the Fitbit, it started futzing (laughs) out with that stuff. So going to the Apple Watch side of things, it's relatively accurate in the same way. Although I've been on hikes with people where it's like, I had a Fitbit at the time and then an Apple watch and we had like different step counts by the end of it. So that stuff does exist, Mm, but it feels within the ballpark of whatever Fitbit was. But the kind of trade off for good or ill is that my whole phone is now on my wrist permanently. It is always on my wrist. Anytime I'm wearing the watch and you, you can set up notifications differently, but like the urge to just like quickly glance down at your arm. If you feel like a little text come through or whatever notification, someone's sending you a Marco Polo or Slack. I'm just like, I feel more efficient with some of that stuff because I have everything is silent on my phone, but it it is coming at the cost of distraction and just the sort of like inescapability of being online in 2022 or really just available to other people in 2022. I think it's exacerbated by wearing the Apple watch, even though I do love the interface, the graphics, the sort of setup of your yeah. move ring, your exercise ring, your stand ring, which the stand ring, I hope everyone nails every day. If you care at all about fitness, that feels like I a have, low bar. I do have a, um, what's it called? Like a workaround. If you're like on a road trip mm-hmm. or you're on an airplane, this is how crazy I am. <laughs> You'll go like it's, this. You'll like wave your it, arm. You do like the conga line arms. Yeah. And it does it. Like it's like oh, you perfect. stood up for an hour. <laughs> so you do not have to stand up. If you're like in a place that you can't, you can just do shake your arms. Cause that's the one, the stand one, because it only allows you one an hour. It You can you can get fucked up on it. Like if you miss a few hours, you might not make it in a day. Isn't that so funny? So you got to be diligent. Yeah. I so. know. So I'm standing all the time now. So you're okay. standing up. Yes. You're standing up. You're doing your exercise. Do you ever cheat your exercise ring? No, I, I don't want to. I don't even know <laughs> how I could. And to me, tracking it while cheating would feel so bad. <laughs> It would feel odd. Well, here's the deal. Sometimes what I don't like about an Apple watch and why I feel okay to cheat it sometimes is because if you, let's say I have been doing really small lift programs, like, you know, trying to lift heavy weights sure, and then doing like a long walk. 
So I'm doing like two workouts in air quotes. I'm doing two workouts in a day, but they're mm-hmm. not massive workouts. They're just smaller, a little more casual. Yeah. But on like Sunday when I'm supposed to be resting, this bitch, my Apple watch is like, mm, don't you think you should move today? Even though I have already done seven workouts in a week, it doesn't say exercise ring doesn't matter today. It doesn't say that. It's always like, Ahem, check your move rings. And that makes me crazy. So what I do on Sundays is I say yoga. And then I do a little 30 minutes of, mm-hmm. of, I don't do yoga, but I just tell it I'm doing yoga. Cause that's the one that you can be super still and it won't be like, are you finished? <laughs> right. So that's why I feel okay to be like, F you Apple watch. I'm going to not do anything. I'm taking my rest day, but you can shut up. That's what I do. The are you finished feels particularly condescending, doesn't it? I know. God, especially when I'm actually not done working out. <laughs> that it, it is condescending. Um, like today I haven't worked out yet and all day. It's like, check your activity, <laughs> check your activity. So I'm, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a, it is a relationship. This is a, it. this is a weird non-workout day too. And, and I noticed this stuff more because I guess, gosh, I've been wearing a pedometer consistently, except for maybe a week or two last year when I was traveling. And I remember mine kind of crapped out on me and you really notice the days that you don't get it and get after it mm-hmm. more, more than not. And I've been traveling a good amount recently. And so it's been hard to keep the the consistency up and I've felt myself slipping and I always very optimistically pack my running shoes and running shorts for wherever I go and my running headphones and I'll usually get one in and it'll feel worth it even just for that like I was in New York the the last couple of times weirdly I was in New York twice in the last month and both times it was a funny compare and contrast because the first time it was during their heat wave. So Ugh, I was in New York Brooklyn. On a heat wave is is shit. It's nasty <laughs> trash island and you are trapped there and there's nowhere to go. And I was in no. Brooklyn and and from like if anyone listening is in New York, I ran from basically Clinton Hill area to Prospect Park, which is this very beautiful park in, in Brooklyn. But, uh, you know, mm. I couldn't do it. I, I like ran out of breath and was so fatigued in a way that I'm usually not in LA just cause the heat was so different. And this last time I was Ugh, there, I was staying yeah. in Tribeca and got to run along the Hudson river, which I'd never done. And it was really nice. It was a really, really nice experience to be able to do that. Wow. But it's been hard for me to, and I'm about to, I was telling you before I'm about to embark on a kind of road trip up the Pacific Northwest, going to Seattle and Portland. And, um, you know, it's going to be tough, I think, especially for the road trip, like driving days where it's going to be mm-hmm. eight, nine, 10 hours in the car. It's going to be hard to feel not sedentary in a way that is absolutely condemning, you know, and, and to feel yeah. like I'm moving around. Cause of course you want to snack in the car. You want to keep yourself up. You're going to have to get some sort of food yep. that is fast for your nutrition to, to keep yep. going. And so like, how do you balance all that stuff while you're also, not working out in the way that um, you might want to. Well, I will tell you, I have done this road trip. We, um, my husband and I, we drove up from LA to Eastern Washington where my family is and then over to Portland and then down back like the, the Pacific coast highway, most of the way back. And I took my step aerobics box and Anytime we like stopped uh-huh. at, like to sleep somewhere, I would just bring that little thing in the hotel room and just like walk on and off of it for 30 minutes while we watched like always sunny in Philadelphia or something on like the hotel, like TV. Sure. And it made me feel not so crazy. Now you, I like, I also am very skittish to run in places that I don't know where I'm going. So that is kind of my workaround with like still feeling like I got like activity without feeling like I had to figure like navigate, but you might not even have a step, but I have started during this crazy heat wave LA is having, 
I wanted to try a hot girl walk, which I've been asking everyone. No you one has asked done me. This. I don't even know what it is. And I didn't want to look it up before coming on the show. So you could <laughs> explain it to me and perhaps the listeners on <laughs> well, Mike. Well, I do. I'm like, I, I want to do an episode on it. If someone out there, if you're listening and you're just like a person in the world that has done a hot girl walk, please send me an email at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Right. Um, <laughs> hot girl walk. Okay. So this was like brought to me, um, from one of my clients who said, Oh, they've been, have I heard of this hot girl walk? It's from TikTok, And I was like, I probably have not been on TikTok. Is if I'm honest, I do have like one TikTok up, but I don't know how to get back into TikTok. So well, can I tell you, I can tell you exactly how to do it. What? How to get back into TikTok? Cause you're saying you have one TikTok up that you've made. Yeah. I like posted it like early pandemic. Okay. And how's your FYP looking when you go on there and you go to the, your for you page. Well, that's the problem is I don't know my, um, my password anymore. And oh. that's where I'm so at. It's so it's a practical yeah. issue. Like you, I can't, I, you can't yeah. reset. You can't reset the password. Well, what happened was I started making on accident more profiles. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is who you're talking to. I'm so sorry. Okay. So I'll figure it out, Kevin. Don't worry about me. I'm so when you say it. you can't get into TikTok, most of the time people are saying like, yeah, I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if that's the platform I'm most interested in. No, you I are saying like, literally. I literally <laughs> cannot access my TikTok. So that is different. And that is a good distinction to bring up. Okay. I'm tracking no, but with what, you. Were, were you going to say it's for me to like, kind of go like edit my, my, my like for me page or whatever. Is that what you're saying for the for you stuff, the way that it worked for me and what I recommend for other people by perhaps providing this service myself is get you a friend who is on TikTok, is maybe extremely online, sees a lot of the stuff and knows you very well so they can curate what they send you. And then what they send you, you watch. And when you like something that is all algorithmic data and information. So if you like a video with dogs, you're going to get more dog videos. If you like something with fitness or like whatever hot girl walk content, then you can like that and you're going to get more of that. And the algorithm is so finely, the, uh, the algorithm for, for, TikTok is like the friend you've known for 15 years that you can exchange a glance with across the room at a party and you know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> Whereas like the Twitter and Instagram algorithms are based it's someone saying your birthday's in May, I want to say, and you like frogs. <laughs> no, I like cats. That's a whole different, you know, whereas TikTok's like, girl, I know you. I know your parents. I know your family history. I know God. everything about you. Does that make me want to get on it more or less? I don't know, but I don't know. I'm I'm down to keep making profiles till I can remember one <laughs> password. That's, well, I keep interrupting the goal. hot girl walk content, so please proceed. No, no, please. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Okay, you guys. So, um, BetterHelp uh, wants me to talk about a time in my life where I was stuck on focusing on the problems instead of the solutions. So, I know you guys have heard a lot about my crazy life, um, and so the the time that I am thinking about is the time that uh, my husband uh, sustained a a new injury on top of some old ones and broke his knee and his ankle right before we were going to go on our honeymoon. And I would say at that point, we had to cancel our honeymoon. At that point, I was really focused on the problems and not the solutions. Um, And so that's this, you know, the, the, the real quick reader's digest version. Um, But I'll say it can be really hard to, get out of that sort of mentality when life throws some big curveballs your way. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, they're, they're really, you know, it does help kind of turn your attitude around. It helped turn my attitude around. Um, so what I did was instead I just made our living room Hawaii and got funny, um, funny things to make us laugh instead of cry. Uh, (laughs) But that comes with a lot of years of 
therapy behind me and um, the therapist can help you become a better problem solver and focus on the solutions um, no matter how big or how small or how silly or how um, how like silly it might seem. Um, so that's maybe a dramatic example, but there's a lot of examples in the middle there that can also um, get helped by finding a therapist. So I found a therapist a long time ago because I was, uh, two of my friends told me they didn't recognize me anymore and they were two of my best friends. So I said, well, maybe I should check into a therapist and see what I can find. And I will tell you, it has revolutionized my life. Now I've, I've asked all of my family to go to therapy. Some of them have, some of them haven't. Um, but it has made me feel like I have a little bit more, um, thought behind my actions. And I have someone to go to uh, when life throws more curveballs than I am ready for. So if you're thinking of giving uh, therapy a try, I would say BetterHelp is a really great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and all online. Um, Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time, which I will say is... Um, a really nice feature that BetterHelp provides that if you're not meshing with your therapist or if you want to see what else is out there, they handle that for you. And I think having it all online, like if you're in a small town and you don't have like my dad's like therapist was like a guy he knew from like around town. And I was like, well, you know, BetterHelp could be a good option if you wanted to get someone that isn't in your circle, like someone outside of your circle. Um, So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash dumbbells today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. All right, Bell Babies, this time I am talking to you about buy optimizers. Okay, you guys have heard us talk about this in the past, but this is truly become my new night routine. Um, And listen carefully at the end because there's going to be special gifts. You guys know the drill, special codes you put in. But so if I asked you guys what the number one health problem is people are facing all over the world, what would it be? Dramatic pause. If you guess sleep, you are right, okay? Because the majority of people are lacking energy throughout the day. And that is coming from the lack of sleep. Okay, if you guys haven't been sleeping, you know that it can affect your mood. It can make you hormonal or extra, you know, vis-a-vis crazy hormones, weight gain. Because guess what? When you're hungry, when you're tired, you're extra hungry. And guess what? You don't have the strength to make good decisions. So you're going to start, you know, gaining weight. Maybe you didn't mean to gain. Okay. Maybe you're meaning to, but this isn't what I'm talking about. Um, Wow, I got off on a tangent there, but it can affect you in a lot of negative ways. So if you're finding yourself just staring at your ceiling or your phone, I will tell you to get on this magnesium breakthrough train, okay? All it takes is a glass of water and two safe and natural magnesium breakthrough capsules 30 minutes before hitting the pillow. The These seven essential forms of magnesium included in this Full spectrum serving help you relax. It has helped me relax, unwind, turn off your brain after a long stressful day so you can rest actually in peace and wake up feeling refreshed like you actually slept. Isn't that the worst when you fall asleep thinking, ah, and then you wake up and you're like, what? That was nothing. I still feel like garbage. Magnesium breakthrough will help. I it has helped me. Uh, Magnesium Breakthrough has become a household name over the years because of its reputation. Okay. Just recently, the company released their fourth upgraded formulation that works even better than before. So if you've had this in the past, I would circle back and try this again. Um, For a limited time by optimizers, the makers of Magnesium Breakthrough is offering additional bonus gifts for the next thousand customers or while supplies last. So get in there. Um, 
They're also including free bottles of their full line of digestive health products, including their powerful digestive enzymes, masszymes, their patented probiotic P3OM, and their HCL product to alleviate heartburn and acid reflux. So that means you're getting free products to try that will support your digestive system to experience less bloating, thank goodness, and gas, also thank goodness, throughout the day. Having an optimized digestive system means less energy trying to digest food and absorbing more nutrients from the food you eat. So visit magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells to activate this exclusive limited time offer. This offer is only available at this special access website, magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells. And now back to the episode. Okay, so this is what this um this is what it says on not TikTok, but it does link to TikTok. This is on my toast life. I've you know I just Googled it. Um, but this is filed under hot girl walk. So um this person says a hot girl walk hashtag HGW is simple, according to TikTok influencer Mia. One name. Cool. Okay. For her. One name. Um, who's credited with starting the trend. A hawker walk is a four mile walk that should take about an hour where all you think about is how hot you are, things you're thankful for, and all your goals, hopes, and dreams. <laughs> okay. okay. So it's not only focusing on your physical health, but you're working on your confidence and nurturing your mental health as well. Okay. okay. So, uh, you know, so I... I had been wanting to see it because I've never tried, like, at least since I've been this older age, I've never done, like, a walk to see what time I could get. If that makes sense. If I've gone on a walk, I just went on a walk. I didn't right. time it necessarily. Although I've been starting to because that little Apple Watch, if you put the, the workout thing on the homepage, you can just go boop, boop, outdoor right. walk recording. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was like. I, I did an indoor walk and I just like, I, like I said, I just bring my step, my little aerobics box into my living room. I put on a movie and I, I walk uh, up on and off and you don't have to walk on and off, but I, I do just to mix it up. Um, but the first time I did it, it took me like an hour and 15 minutes and I was like, Oh geez, I'm really <laughs> really behind. So then I was like, then I was competitive with myself. So now I've got it down to 50 minutes Mm -hmm. and that feels, and I get like a little sweat going on, but I'm clearing a thousand calories a day on my little Apple watch now, which I know that's something we talked about is your move ring is set to a thousand calories, right? Mm -hmm. Mine is. Yeah. Although, and it's very damning when I don't hit it. Uh, uh, it is, oh yeah, it's it quite so disappointing. It does, especially because I follow you. I follow my friend Valentina. I follow my friend Chloe and I can see right now I'm looking, okay, I've gotten 476 calories. Chloe's gotten 359. Valentina's got 140. This is private information of theirs. I'm sharing. Oh that my gosh. Shouldn't. You can see that mine, I'm at three, 359. Yes. <sighs> I'm at 358 according to mine. Really? Okay. So okay that's like an updated. Up. So if I go, yeah, it says 349 here. Unfortunately. This is wild. I didn't realize you could see like down to my like move, exercise and stand. That's, I I mean, you you have to accept a friend. Like you can't just like randomly follow people, which is good. But that is interesting that it's like that detailed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get I, a notification when you close your rings. It's like Kevin did it. I'm like, I know my my watch brags for me. I don't have to send you a text <laughs> saying, "By the way, dumbbells co-host, I closed my rings today. Can't am I a good boy? Do I get a cookie for this? I don't have to do that. You don't. It does it for the you. watch. Does it for me? Now, did you? Okay, so this is Apple Watch. You know, heavy, but. Did you see like the, the September challenge? No. What's that? Okay. Let me see here. It's like, um, did you see the September 11th challenge by the way? 
Uh, um, I didn't absolutely not say that. Okay. <laughs> um, is, is there a challenge on that day? I mean, I could probably make one up. Uh, don't talk about w- whatever, <laughs> whatever the height of the North tower is. If you walk God. that, <laughs> it's been long enough. We know the North and joke? the South tower. It's been 21 years. <laughs> Uh, God, which oh is crazy. God. I know we need to talk about that in a couple, you know, whenever this episode comes out, the children born post nine 11 are the first generation that can legally drink that was born after nine 11. Like kids born on September 12th, 2001 can drink. <gasps> Weird. Mm-hmm. It sure is. I don't like that. They shouldn't be allowed any. No one, no one, no one else. <laughs> Time keeps going. <laughs> no one going. else can drink. Okay, the September challenge on Apple Watches, which is a challenge I'm trying to do. Sometimes they throw these challenges out and I'm like, no, never. September challenge is go at least 153.8 miles this month. Okay. So far I've gone 29.3. So I've got I've got a hustle. Yeah, a um, to do. Supposedly yeah. it's like five miles a day or something, but that was at the beginning. So I don't know now. I, I don't think I've gone five miles every day, but I've gone four miles at least mm-hmm. most of the days. So I've really enjoyed this four mile situation. Yeah. Especially being able to do it in my house with the AC pumping. This is four miles cumulatively for your whole day or for your workout? For my workout. Okay. Now I think for the challenge, it counts any, any miles you walk. Mm-hmm. I do think that that's true. Okay. Um, but I'm specifically trying to hit four miles five times a week mm-hmm. for the month of September. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, that's doable. Um, you got that. Thanks Kev. Thanks. You got it. I'm not worried about uh, that at all. So what kind of workouts are you doing these days? Oh, what a damning question. I mean, I I told you my like (laughs) pre-defensive thing of I have been traveling a lot, so I haven't been as consistent, but really it vacillates between just two uh, cardio activities I really enjoy, which is running still. And I feel like I've rediscovered it a little bit more. I think I talked about this with the guys last time that when the pandemic hit, I canceled my gym membership like most or a lot of people did. I got a Peloton at the beginning of 2021 and I was using it every day for a good amount and getting the Peloton. I forget. It was either a little bit before a little bit after I got my dog who has a lot of separation anxiety. So the idea of, of crating him up and going on a run, especially at the beginning, I could just hear him go, you know, from like a distance. He's better with that now, but at the time doing Peloton, was really helpful because it was exercise and cardio that was good for me that I could do in the room with him in a way that wasn't troubling him or, or upsetting. And now that he's grown, he's gotten a little bit better or quieter with his separation anxiety. I feel a little bit more latitude to get out there and go running more. And so I've been trying to do that in the last couple of months and it, to, to great effect. Although I've noticed, I mean, there's like little things you notice, especially I guess I've been running consistently for 15 years, I guess. Like I remember starting to run in college. And what I've noticed during this time is that if I'm having a sad one, I will have to listen to podcasts while I run because it's like Mm. parasocial feelings where I'm not stuck in my own thoughts. If I'm having an all right day or even a good day, I will listen to music and feel some space to reflect and just be alone with my thoughts or especially for running and some of the music I left, there's, there's qualities of up, uplift to them and, and things that feel good that do not feel as good to participate in if I'm feeling sad. So I can't run to get myself out of a funk or a bad mood. It's not going to happen. Um, but like, you know, while listening to music, but I can still do it while listening to podcasts and then maybe listen to new music that I don't care about but I've not really added anything consistently to the repertoire other than after you and I had a couple of training sessions last year, our last training session, I remember this very vividly uh, (laughs) for reasons I can't talk about on mic, but uh, I remember this very vividly. Our last training session was July 1st of last year. So it was that long ago. Wow. Crazy. And and you worked me out good. You worked me out really good. You come recommended well by a lot of like fit, hot people that I know. 
Um, <laughs> wow. Thank you. Huge. Not naming any names. Uh, <laughs> Please God, tell me the name, but uh, I will later. Uh, but the, <laughs> the, the thing I, I've kept from it on a basically at least like a weekly consistency basis is, is just like using my 25 pound dumbbells and doing bicep curls, even though I'm not doing all the things you showed me that first zoom session no, we had, but I'm still doing a little bit and I still do squats a good amount. I'll do like 50 to hundred squats on a running day and, and try to do like, I don't know, five sets of 10 or 12 of, of the bicep curls. But other than that, I, I feel myself kind of, I haven't been eating the best recently. I, that's that, that one's really hard to like dial in, especially when it just feels so tied to your emotions of, but don't I deserve and can I have, and also cause I bake a lot. So then I'm, I'm sampling the merchandise yes. myself. So when I make a cookies and cream ice cream pie, well, I'm like, well, I got to make sure it's legitimate for the guests, <laughs> you know, like, so, so there's things like that. Um, but yes, Kevin bacon. Yes. Kevin bacon shop.com <laughs> and now defunct store. Uh, that you can check out and see what once was, I suppose. Oh yeah. I mean, listen, when you started doing that, I remember thinking like, okay, you need to plan when you, you say, okay, I'm, I want some of those baked goods because I'm similar. I, I, I love to eat everything Mm -hmm. and I don't have like, I have more now, but I, for a long time did not have an off switch. Like, even if I was full, didn't matter. I could still eat. Like, I still feel like I should have done like a competitive eating competition at some point in my life because I think I could do it. I'm surprised you didn't. <laughs> Hearing that you didn't is the surprising thing. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Um, God, I should have done it. I, I guess there's still time. Um, but yeah, I, I remember like, th- but to make it, and to have it around, God, mm-hmm. I could not, I couldn't do it. Well, there is like a numbing effect it has when there's so much around. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Where ultimately I'm like, there's so much that I can't, you know, keep up with it in a way, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's where I come in and I show you that you can. Kevin, you can't uh, yeah, eat I, th- it all. I think that's, that's going to be the, <laughs> the lesson of this. No. Well, what do you, so with, with nutrition, what do you like, do you kind of have like a game plan or do you just kind of like just free flow through life? I, well, recently I've really tried to back off from alcohol. Just generally, I like totally cut it out for the last month. And now I'm trying to reintroduce it in a way that's tuned into, okay, what's socially acceptable? <laughs> like it wouldn't be, I wouldn't look like a serial killer if I ordered at a bar and I'm kind of landing on like vodka soda. That seems to be the consensus healthy drink. Oh yeah. You texted me about that. For things like that. Oh yeah. I did text you about that. <laughs> You're so, like, um, I think tequila and, and, soda water. I think, I think that's what you said to me. Maybe you said vodka. I think it was vodka. I don't, I don't like tequila. So it probably wasn't that. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, then it was vodka. I like tequila. So I heard yes. tequila, you know, Lala. I try to be disciplined, especially when eating at home. I try to have light breakfasts if I have them at all. The thing I've been doing recently is like egg in a basket. You know, this where you cut the oh, whole yeah. out of the toast and, and I've been seasoning that with the everything bagel seasoning and whatnot. Mm. Uh, so doing that and, um, otherwise I, I, I try to do smoothies like a fruit smoothie at home with a little bit of honey and protein powder, or even like a spinach kale smoothie with some stevia. Mm -hmm. So, which I think I probably talked about five years ago when I was first on the show. So I haven't like, I've not made significant progress with like what I eat when I'm (laughs) out and about, um, like when I'm out in the world, when it's like salad or potatoes, I'm like, ah, potatoes, I get, you know, I like, I still, yeah. I still make those little choices. <laughs> and I know it's like those little choices that end up adding up over sure, time, you sure. know? So I'm trying ah. not to, <laughs> uh, try not to, to fret over that stuff too, too much. Well, yeah, I think that, um, 
I feel like like this is a podcast about fitness, but everyone, like almost everyone, unless their life is so crazy busy, like because that that exists, like traveling a lot, like for the most part, people can get behind some exercise. It's the food that people are like, yeah, but don't take my don't take my food from me. Yeah, I know. And and so I'm you know I'm not here to say you know, what you do with that. But it is interesting to hear, like, it is like almost always it's people's like Achilles heel, which it is. It's a huge part of our life. It's a huge part of feelings. It's a huge part of like how we're raised, how like my parents treated food is now kind of how I treat food. I remember one time I was babysitting this girl and she was probably like 10 and we were, I was taking her home from school and we stopped at CVS and I was having like, I think I had an awful audition and I was feeling down about myself. And I was like, I said the words, "Ugh, I just need to get some candy and emotionally eat. And she went, what's emotionally eat? And I was like, no, oh, no. It's good to start the long. No, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to do this to you. This is supposed to be what your parents do to you. Mm-hmm. Not some lady that picked you up from school mm-hmm. and taking you up. But I think about that a lot because it's like, we're just like, we're just kind of passing the torch along and giving our best guesses to people. And it's, you're probably doing just fine. You know? Probably. I don't go out of control. Like I, I try to curb like when I eat at night and I try to make exceptions feel like exceptions rather than Ivy lifestyle of going to this drive through all the time. Like, and, and I've yeah. been fairly dialed in with that stuff. You know, it's the savory stuff probably that gets me a little bit more, you know, like going to a Mexican restaurant with bottom chips places like oh, that. Oh God. You know? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature end up being a little bit tougher for me. Yeah. And I get frustrated because I do know, and I learn from this very show, however many years ago that like <laughs> food is more a part of, of the equation as far as like yeah. whatever health or aesthetics or whatever you're focusing on than exercises. Yeah. You could exercise like at a, a like a Olympic athlete, but if you're eating trash, then it does not matter. And that is a frustrating thing to have to internalize, especially again with the travel stuff. When you go to airports, you're basically in survival mode of, I don't want to get sick on this plane. So I need all the carbs I can get and I'll take every (laughs) snack that they offer. And yes, I will get a vodka or whatever, you know, like I don't do that. I've never drank on a plane, thankfully. Uh, I can oh, you're missing out. God, I used to do this flight from Eastern Washington to Seattle that I called the booze cruise uh-huh. because they would give you as much as you, they would give you as much as you could drink because it's a 42 minute flight. Sure. So I would like try to drink two drinks. Oh my God. And then you get off and you're just like, <laughs> you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 42 minutes. You pounded two vodka sodas, and now you're <laughs> ready to party in the SeaTac airport, y'all. Listen. Um, but it is... <laughs> anyways, so I, it's, it is it's fun to have a drink on a plane, you, you know? You feel it. You feel it. Yeah. But you don't... If you don't... If you haven't this far, I think keep it. Keep it going. Yes. Um, um, I'm probably going to keep it going. Yes. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, with traveling... Traveling, the thing that has always kept me kind of on track is water and veggies. Those okay. are the two things. Like when you're traveling, you don't have a lot of control, right? Every, everything kind of goes, like you said, survival mode. You're going to gas stations. You're going like everything is just kind of at the disposal of other people or just like your trip plan. Like you don't have like a ton of say. So every time you do have to say, like you don't want to chug water because then you have to stop and pee every 15 minutes. But starting your day, like knowing, hey, okay, before I get in the car, I want to have a water bottle down. I want to have peed and then get in my car. Like having like those kind of like um, milestones for your day. I have a water bottle that I fill up four times a day. So it kind of is how I 
That's how you what I'm keep track of. of it. Yeah, I'm very yeah. pro water while traveling. I, I don't mess with it. I'll get cold yeah. brew. I'll get that. But otherwise, in that yeah. I feel not complicated about from a health perspective. But yeah, water and cold brew, like I won't do, you know, Cokes or sodas or anything like that. Um, yeah. and, and try not to, although I used to make it a little treat for myself that anytime I was in an airport, I'm like, I will allow myself to get a little strawberry frappuccino from Starbucks. <laughs> that used to be my little airport treat. Your little airport and even treat. that I've tried to phase out. I'm like, okay, get the healthier little treat. So now it's like a cold brew with a splash of vanilla cream, just like a little bit. Oh like yeah. That's essentially that's a strawberry good. milkshake, which is what I was getting before. <laughs> um, so I try not to do that as much. Just like little decisions that pile up. I used to let myself get um, Swedish fish at the airport or mm-hmm. peanut M&Ms. Those were my like two airport allowances. Yeah. And then I was in airports too much. And I was like, I can't be doing this shit all the time. <laughs> or I'm going to get fat just from my my occasional quote unquote treats at the airport. That was the thing is like taking three round trip flights in the last month. I thought, okay, I can't do airport Kevin anymore. Airport Kevin, I have to execute (laughs) and put to death. Like I have to be the same person at home that I am at the airport. I have to play by the same rules. So even (laughs) that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. And so, so that you're already in a good spot there, but it's like, Anytime you get a chance to have vegetables, take it. Okay. Um, a trick I think I've even talked about on this podcast before is like a trick I learned from someone else was order. Like if you're out at a, um, at a restaurant, order the vegetarian option and then add meat. If you are a meat eater, because the vegetables they put in a, like a vegetarian person's food are, like way better. There's way more. They're trying to like make up for the fact that you don't get meat in it. Yeah. So they like just have like more vegetables. Does that apply to even things like veggie burgers, like getting a veggie patty as opposed to a beef patty is more filling or is that just like other kind of dishes that you're talking about? I'm talking about other kind of dishes. Like, um, now what you're saying, I, I haven't really thought, thought about, um, I would imagine that's maybe tomato, 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 <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, but I think with like specifically what I'm talking about is like, if you get like the veggie vegetarian pasta dish, it's going to come with like broccoli, spinach, like different types of like squash, zucchini, mm-hmm. like they're mm-hmm. going to like go for it. And then you say it like with a side of chicken and then they, but if you got like chicken and pasta, there'd be no, no vegetables right, right, or like right. the bottom of the barrel vegetables. Yes. yes. So you say, I want the vegetarian one, bada bing, bada boom. Next thing you know, you're, you're just riding. That's right. Riding in vegetables, having mm-hmm. the time of your life. Mm-hmm. So that's, those are my two traveling tips. Okay, vegetables and water. Those are the vegetables and water. The, Otherwise, the poles, yeah. You you're gonna you're gonna have some fast food at some point. You're gonna go out to eat with your friends. You wanna you wanna like you don't wanna go to Portland and not eat the food that Portland has. Get like Pine State biscuits sad. or Pips donuts and chai. You're like yeah, I I know what you mean. But the um the thing I'm struggling with now is like, okay, I love my road snackies. I love getting in there and like, Ooh, I haven't tried this freaking, you know, like cereal before. What would, what would that taste like? And then trying that and like uh, experimenting in the car on the way up there. And, uh, I'm trying to do that a little bit less, a little bit less. I don't know how though. (laughs) Well, Oh, the other thing I was going to say is like when you're leaving your house, okay, so you're going on a road trip and you're leaving your house that morning, that breakfast day, you give yourself like an omelet with freaking spinach, kale, okay, every vegetable you can, you got to clean out your, your refrigerator before you're gone, fill this omelet up with every vegetable you got. Right. Then you at least have one less meal that you're like, oh, there was no vegetables. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that every time you get a chance, you just get those vegetables. You, I, I'll even bring a bag of broccoli in the car knowing I don't have any ice or anything and it just will stay with me until it dies and then I throw the rest of it away. Doesn't it get Which, smelly or nasty Maybe there? I shouldn't talk about that. What about like I, veggie I chips? How, how do you feel about those? Like, like, or like fruit <laughs> chips, like apple or, or dried, like freeze-dried banana chips like that they sell at Trader Joe's sometimes and... Are you yeah. pro those? Like, how, how do, what's your feelings on those? I don't think I'm, I don't think I have like a hard stance, Kevin. Okay. I think, I think it's, is it better than, I don't even, I'm like, I, I think they're fine. I wouldn't like, if you were at home, I would say maybe just have an apple, but if you're traveling on the road, I think it's probably better than other things that you would find at gas yeah. stations. Better than you beaver see, nuggets like, at Bucky's. <laughs> Everyone know Bucky's? Hold on. When you said beaver nuggets, my Siri wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't find any beaver nuggets in California. That's no, true. They're only in Texas. <laughs> Dang, I got to get some Texas. Frick, man. My, my granny, my mom's side of the family lives there. Talk about getting fat fast. Anytime I'd go to Texas, they're even giving me dessert before dinner. I'm oh no, I know. That's all you do when you're high, at least in my experience as well, going to Texas, or Oklahoma, the primary activity is eating. So yeah. how do you escape that? Eating and then talking about, um, the next meal, skinny relatives. <laughs> oh yeah. And how skinny they are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that was when I had lost like 25 pounds. My granny saw me for the first time and she said, Oh, I thought you said you lost weight. Oh, that's very, that's not kind. (laughs) That's not kind. No, it's not very So anyways, we had a a conversation about that 10 years later. And, you know, did it go well? I don't know, but I at least said my piece. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Um, Well, Kevin, do you have any other questions? I'll look into veggie chips. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think I've ever... I used to um, eat veggie chips, but then I cut them out because I couldn't ration them. I would sure. eat like the whole bag in uh, in 24 hours. So like dinner one night, <laughs> dinner the next night, and then they'd be gone. I'm curious as to your take on acai bowls. Are those just sugar bombs that people should stay away from? I They are high in carbohydrates. Okay. Um, but... If you're, we just did a whole month on the different macros mm-hmm. and carbs get a bad rap, but if you're using that energy, then that's good. Um, but if you're not using that energy that you get from that, then it is stored as fat. Yeah. So it's like use when you, when you got it, use it. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to get amped up on acai bowl, just, you know, use that as your before or after your run, you know? That's a good idea is, is to think of it as fuel rather than just like, all right, here's me being healthy and then just getting an acai bowl. Right. Here's something yummy because they are also like, they're usually huge. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're huge. Yeah. The portions are <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. Which is, I mean, they're expensive too, it feels like, but yeah. they, um, they are, they're huge. So mm-hmm. okay. unless you're getting them from some like fancy LA place, they might be smaller, but I even think those people, no, make them the, huge. they're pretty big. Even in LA, there's one right down the street from me that uh, I thought might be a little bit smaller than, than, uh, you know, the ones I'm, I'm used to getting, but no, it's just as huge. Do you use like my fitness pal or anything? No, I've not gotten to that level of tracking nutrition stuff. I could, I could start counting calories. I don't know. That just feels like a slippery. It feels like psychologically that might be bad for me, but, but maybe sure, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, the main reason I ask is because there are some things that I love that I was like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't love that because it's bad for me or like something like, you know, the thoughts we have, like our preconceived notions. And then sometimes like with, with having my fitness pal, I can put in what it is into my fitness pal and then realize one, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought, or two, I can, if I really want that, I know how I can work with it. Like I have it in there and it shows me kind of like the, like what nutrients I'm getting from it, how to kind of plan the rest of my day. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
Yes. Could it mess you up psychologically? Absolutely. So I'm not telling you to go do it. But for me, I found I'm in kind of pain mode these days in my life anyway. (laughs) So maybe the more, the better. Like while I'm at it, it's like once you're at the dentist and it's like you need a cavity, you know, you, you, you need a root canal, you need a new crown. It's like, yeah, okay, let's just do it all in like the same day. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Just knock me out and I'll see you tomorrow. Um, but I, I think like, like counting calories can also get a bad rap. You, you don't have to count calories to a certain, like, oh, I have to have this really low number. Like you could just like, I I like to use it. And that with my clients, I like to use it as a tool to learn what you're eating yeah and kind of put it in its place. Like, oh, I can order this giant salad from California chicken cafe, but even though it's a salad and it's healthy, guess what? It should be two meals because of how high in calories it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I didn't know that. And I was eating salads and getting fatter and confused and mad. <laughs> right. And so it's is like, that a real oh. thing that happened to you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, funny. you, even if you're eating good calories, like healthy calories, if you still have a surplus, like you're going to put on weight and that's okay. If that's what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what I was trying to do. Right. <laughs> so, so I just say that to say it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like cut calories. It right. could just be, what am I, what am I eating calorically? Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I didn't know. And I do fitness for a living. Right. <laughs> I was like, Oh, maybe I should know. So take it or leave it. But it is kind of interesting to look at it more as data, data, yeah. And not, um, value neutral. Pain, like you yeah. were saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Value neutral. Listen, you must've had a good therapy session. Some of these words you're throwing out today. I'm like, wow, that's a, that's a <laughs> good therapy word. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? I, maybe it is like exercise where it's like the more sore you feel, the more in pain and your system is shocked afterwards. It's like proof that you had an effective workout. Maybe it's mm-hmm. like that because I just felt like <laughs> ringing in my ears after the therapy session last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Driving all the way from Pasadena to Beverly Hills, California at Lovely. 5 o'clock traffic. Oh, it's so fun. To oh, my God. get more pain. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a nightmare. Oh, it was. You don't do it over Zoom anymore? You back in the person? With this one, he prefers doing it in Zoom. Gotcha. Or I'm sorry, doing it in person. Um, gotcha. Yes. Uh, so, so no. And, and I get it because also like it makes a difference in the results of the session, especially when he gets like quiet and whispery and empathetic. Like you can't do that in the same way on Zoom. Zoom. yeah. The way yeah. that you can with podcasts where it is exactly the same. There's it's no exactly quality miss. freaking, um, nothing is lost. No, there's no drop um, off. <laughs> there's no compromise. Oh. This is the real deal. <laughs> I will say like, cause I started doing this podcast in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so Sanger and I have done a few in person and I'm like, ew, I hate this. <laughs> really? It's weird. It's just, it's just weird now. Yeah. Cause I'm used to this now. Yeah. So, you know, Hey, to tomato, tomato for, to say it one more time, the capacity for the human psyche to get used to anything. It's, is it's true. Scary. Yeah. It is. Know, it's like, God. yeah, this is that the, like what you just said. I would rather be staring at my screen and see an approximation of Kevin's face than see him yep. in person and hear his voice in the room. Ew, where it where happens. would I look? Hamilton. What would I talk about? I know. What ah! would we talk about? Yeah, it is. It's it's freaky. <laughs> um, Kevin, where can people find you on social media? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. At Kevin T. Porter on Instagram, Peloton, OnlyFans, Letterboxd, Twitter. I just Wait. reactivated to follow the Don't Worry Darling Discourus. Did he spit? Did he not spit? Who knows? Um, Kevin is a, uh, we didn't even get into this. I can't believe it, but he is a master of bits, uh, with people online. And so if you're not following him, you must like, what did you convince people that you were the casting director for Mario? That's I sure a, did. I sure did. Yes. And you were getting like hate, like That's actual right. troll hate. Mm-hmm. Like one of the funniest bits I've ever seen. And I 
love bits. And so this is like maybe number one. I mean, this is a huge, like you conned people this was, in the most fun way. It was a year ago, actually. I actually, God, I, wow. I wonder if it was a year ago today as we record this, but what Aaron's referring to is that everyone was incensed at the casting of Chris Pratt as Mario in the <laughs> upcoming Super Mario Brothers animated <laughs> film. And so I thought it'd be funny to take credit for it as a joke format. Cause that's a format. A lot of people do like I did this. We're really proud of it. Yeah. It was September 23rd of last year. Hey, it's me, the casting director of the new Mario movie. I'm really proud of the choices we made with the whole team. And we're beyond excited to tell this story. <laughs> Which is funny. Like I, I, I stand behind that. <laughs> it is so funny. Oh my god. Okay, but the real casting director is not named Kevin Porter, right? You just no. But they added me to the IMDb for they it. Did. Yes. Even though it wasn't me, Shaggy style. Oh my god. Yes, unfortunately. So you, so you could te- you could start a casting agency at this point. I think I could. Yeah, and my next project <laughs> is the upcoming Garfield movie in which I cast Chris Pratt and that as well. <laughs> it's also just like simply not how casting directors work for animated films where it's like I wouldn't be in charge of casting the lead of an animated film, but yes, fun online. Nonetheless, Twitter is worth it. It's not rotting our brains. We won't look back on social media 20 years from now, the way we look at tobacco and say like, wow, it's really messed up. We normalize this. (laughs) Well, I can't wait for succession to come back. So you can also talk about that. Tweet a little about that. Um, Yes, Kevin, thank you so much for being my pleasure uh, being here. It's rare that two redheads get the mics on a podcast. Say that. That's right. So I'll take it and I'll run all the way to the (laughs) bank. Yes. And I'll see Um, you run on my Apple watch. Yes. Oh God. I still got to do that today. Kevin, I'm going to do my little hot girl walk later. So you'll see my, all of my, all my rings come through. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Thank you, Aaron. All right. Bye, Kev. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.